Are you ready to let go of your fears and limiting beliefs? Ready to live in the moment? Ready to live a positive life by creating new habits? You're in the right place. Join us every week at the Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahar show to learn how to create the happy life you always wanted and deserve now. So good morning, everyone. Uh, as you know, my name is Sahar Andrade, and I am a diversity and leadership consultant, um, as well as a success transformation coach. Today, I decided that we are going to talk about productivity. Uh, obviously, we have an hour, so it's a kind of con. con- I don't know even what the word for it, but it's just like it's a kind of compressed presentation about productivity. But what I'm going to leave you with, I'm going to leave you with uh, like some kind of a blueprint that you can apply to your life, you know, that you can actually, uh, if you follow it, your productivity, you're going to see that your productivity rate will go higher. Uh, I'm going to, I have, I will share with you two forms at the end, one that I call the, it's my own, Uh, trademark it's called pebby map and this is the map that you can follow like if you kind of have it in your in front of your eyes every morning you can actually pick up your productivity and the other one I'm going to leave you with is how you can apply it to something to a skit so it will be in front of your eyes and you can know what to do and both of the documents will be uh, in the group after we finish uh, in the Facebook group so if you're not part of our Facebook group please Uh, let me know and I will send you an invite on how to join our group. That being said, um, welcome everyone. We are talking today about maximizing your personal productivity and I try to put as much information as I can in the next hour so we can leave with some tools on how to increase our personal productivity. So we are starting, please your undivided attention is needed. And as we all know, right now, you know, even if our productivity rates were 100% before, right now, because we are going through COVID, we are starting to see that for the longest time, our productivity rate was affected. And even today, we are overwhelmed, we are anxious, we are all are suffering some kind of micro losses. And that sometimes overwhelms us and takes care of Uh, how we do or we don't do things and somehow our productivity rates are going lower than normal. But if we start being aware and we are self-aware of what we do, that we need to keep being productive and this way we can even um, basically fight back, you know, COVID and its anxiety and its uncertainty, we can achieve more goals and get to the life that we want to have Uh, basically in our life in a better way. So that being said, I'm going to start by asking you questions. Like, are you someone that looks for perfection in every little things? Or are you someone that puts things that you need to be doing today to tomorrow? Say, like, for example, hey, you know what? We're not in, we are COVID anyhow. We have so much time in front of us. So it's okay if I don't do it today, I'll do it next week. And then next week becomes next week. And then next week becomes next week. That's procrastination. Or are you constantly changing priorities? Or are you unclear about what to do next? Or like all of us from COVID, we are overwhelmed. We are distracted. We're bugged. Or sometimes you feel like you can't handle the flow of information coming towards you. The news and Yes, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, you know, uh, approach people, don't approach people, you know, wash your hands, don't wash your hands. And it's just like you are feeling that you're getting just anxiety from everything that is has been happening around you and that you just can't handle the current flow of information anymore. Or you are basically um, preoccupied with what needs to be done. So I want you to think about these questions. Which one are you? Are you looking for perfection? Are you procrastinating? Are you changing priorities because you don't know which way to go? Are you unclear about what to do next? Are you distracted? That information coming at you are so much that you don't know even where to start. Or are you just preoccupied with what needs to be done? If that, then you have that in common with a lot of other people. Productivity means that it's not enough to be busy, 
But the question is, what are you busy with? What are your priorities? Like, for example, a lot of people wake up in the morning and the first thing that they do, they look at their emails. And here is the first hour of the day is done, is gone. And believe it or not, part of your energy is zapped. And what you are actually doing, you are responding to deadlines and urgencies for other people that sometimes it's not even helping you. And I know that we need to check, you know, our emails, but the first hour of your day, it actually what determines the productivity of your whole day. So don't look at your emails the first at least half hour when you wake up, when you first start working. You know, the emails are not going to go away. None of us is a neurosurgeon. So it's not like, you know, someone is going to die if we don't answer the email right there and then. Just you need to take some time to prepare for your day, to prepare basically for your productivity. Productivity is actually an extension of who we are. Productivity, we look at ourselves and what we produce during the day, and we kind of value ourselves based on that. And that has a lot to do with our self-confidence, and we actually measure our worth and our humanity of it. And higher productivity doesn't necessarily mean higher production, but it means producing more with the same resources. So still having the same resources, but producing more. You know, it's not like, okay, let me get more resources. I will have a higher production. That's not how it works. Productivity is basically producing more with what you have, even if what you have is not that much. And we're going to have tools for that. So productivity is actually, people think that productivity is about time management. And it's not, even people think that time management is managing our time. Time management is managing ourselves around our time, not the other way around. So productivity is about actually managing our energy. It's not our time. And a lot of people think that if I have a to-do list, my productivity will go high. It's not necessarily the truth. It's about your energy. How do you wake up in every morning? What's your energy? What do you do in your morning routines to have that energy so your productivity stay high till the end of the day? And we need to remember that time is finite. If it goes, it doesn't come back. And we cannot save it in a jar where it becomes cumulative some other time. And remember, we don't get energy. We generate energy. And energy is renewable, and it's up to us. Productivity is a skill, is a habit that we can actually get to become automatic. It's a mindset of its own. Productivity has everything to do with our brain and ourself and our own mindset. Very few conditions of productivity are outside of us or external. So being productive is having more impact not only on your life, but on the lives of others. Because we all have a genius inside and we all have knowledge that someone else can have. You know, And if we can share that, knowledge through our productivity and through just sharing with other people, we can sometimes changing people's life. So productivity, it means that we, we need to disrupt negative behaviors that we have and replace them with productive ones. It's about using our time in a very focused way while removing, while removing bad habits and installing new and empowering habits. And basically, it's the ability to master our work. Can we mute ourselves, please? So what, what is personal uh, productivity? Personal productivity is completing whatever we need to do today and tomorrow and in a week and a month that will get us closer to the goals that we set to do. Not only that, without going out of whack, but actually in a way that brings balance and ease in our life. Productivity is a mindset, so we can actually increase our personal productivity. So it starts by knowing our goals and setting our goals, and then looking at the actions that we are required to attain our goals to have our productivity.
So the main thing of productivity, because it's a mindset, is to have a self-mastery of who we are. Everything starts and ends with us. It's about reprogramming our mind and rewiring our brain, changing negative to positive, creating new habits. And not only that, but welcome the change. Like we see, we saw like life will always throw us curveballs, like COVID. When it happened, no one expected it. But you know what? We needed to pivot. We needed not only to survive, but to thrive with it as well. This is self-mastery. This is the ability to reprogramming our brain and rewiring it, even that. The challenge that we go through actually is a stepping stone. And it, this how we look at it in a positive way. It's not an obstacle. It's not a barrier. It's actually a stepping stone that helps me self-develop, that will get me to success. Because now I know for sure a way that will not work for me. So I will find another way to make it work. So... Self-mastery is two parts, is self-awareness and self-management, basically being emotionally intelligent. And self-awareness is starting by knowing what are the habits that you have in your life that are serving you? What are the habits that you have in your life that are not serving you? And what are empowering habits? For example, a good habit is like in the morning when I wake up, I have a plan. I look at the three main ideas or projects that I need to work on. I look at who are the people that I need in touch with today so I can look for them uh, on the email search, not to go through all my emails. And the last thing, was it what is one thing that no matter what will happen, I will not go to bed without doing it. These are my good habits. It's like planning for the day. The bad habits that I have is watching TV, you know, is getting distracting and playing with my dogs. So they are not serving me during the day. So I, if I'm aware of that, that was I start minimizing so I can see my personal productivity increase. Empowering habits will be like when I wake up in the morning, if someone meditate or goes for a jog or exercise or drink water or listen to music or do some Zumba, this we need to define what kind of habits do we have. And then self-management, that it's about like focusing on the right things and control what we do so it will push us to better productivity. So let's look again. I always look at the root of the issue and this way we can have a solution. So why we are not productive? What make us not productive? First of all, we live in a, in a world full of distraction. And when the distraction happen, we don't have focus. We lack of focus. So interruptions invade constantly our mental space and loss of focus. So for example, if we are working in an office and the phones are ringing constantly, or we are, you know, the notification of an email pops out or Facebook notification pops, or I, we have all FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. And we look at our phone to see who liked our post or who commented. All these are distractions. Social media is distraction and the news are distraction. <clears throat> all these are part of pulling us from what we're doing. And believe it or not, it takes between 15 minutes and 30 minutes to get back in focus. So every single time you are interrupted from what you're focusing on, you're losing 30 minutes. Multiply 15 to 30 minutes. Multiply that by how many times you get interrupted a day and you will see why you're not productive. So the antidote to that or the solution to that is to be disciplined is to go and say for the next two hours, nothing is gonna distract me, nothing is gonna interrupt me. Knowing that to be productive, you don't have to be sitting on your desk for five hours straight because the brain doesn't work that way. The brain is like putting the engine on your car. You cannot have the engine working and you're standing there for five hours. It will burn, eventually it will burn. So the best way to work is like every two hours and then maybe stop for five minutes and then two more hours. So trust me, you can afford to be focused and tune everything off for two hours. If, you, if it's too much for you, start with one hour. 
Start with one hour, you know, total focus, no distraction, and you will see the amount of productivity that you're going to have. The second part is we avoid. We avoidance, avoidance is we avoid facing either truth or people or emotions. And this is good as a short-term strategy, but on the long term, it's, it guarantees sadness, grief, sorrow, and suffering. So when we avoid doing something because we think it's difficult or we avoid having a difficult conversation, guess what? That little thing in your mind will keep creating scenarios on what you should have done, what you should have said. What if they say that? What if they don't like me? What if they're going to turn against me? And all because we avoid facing the situation and that internal scenario or what we call the monkey brain is actually taking you away from being productive. So the antidote to that is you need to take action no matter how small it is, like one step at a time. Then we have multitasking. And a lot of people tell you, like, a multitasker. There is nothing called multitasking. Multitasking is overrated. Our brain, the way our brain works, our brain in one area of the brain cannot handle different functions. One of them will suffer. Like, we cannot answer a phone answer an email and talk to a person in front of us. Something will go wrong. And guess what we need to do? We will need to retract, see what went wrong, and we have to recorrect it. So it takes, again, 10 to 15 minutes to recover and refocus from that. So the best thing to do is to develop your time management skills and look at what's urgent or important metrics that we have and look what is important to you but might not be urgent that can actually advance your productivity. And don't do multitasking as much as you can. Do one thing at a time with great excellence so you don't have to think about it. Okay, don't multitask. Uh, it's, it's, for example, some people tell me, you know, but, but I work and I listen to music and it makes me more concentrating. Yes. Because the center of the brain that listens to music is different than the center of the brain that makes you think. So they are parallel. They don't cross paths and actually interfere with each other. What else? We, are, we live in a, in, a, in a world of quick fixes and shortcuts. We want immediate results. So if we have uh, some wrinkles, we take buttocks. If you want to lose weight, we take a pill. If you want to go to sleep, we take a pill. You know, we're looking for quick fixes and shortcuts. And we confuse the short-term results. Yeah, we might get a result now, but on the long run, it actually affects us. Like, for example, if we don't, uh, the short run, there, we eat only healthy food that sometimes may be not as delicious as fatty food, you know, but on the, it's a good Quick fix and shortcut for now, but on the long run, you know what will happen? Our health will happen. And because our health will happen, we will not be as productive as we are. And you might think, yeah, but this is so far-fetched. It's not really far-fetched. Because our health, our well-being, and how we feel our, about ourselves has a lot to do with our productivity. Also, uh, when we find all kind of excuses why we are not doing something, or we blame others, or we are fearing about like, for example, we procrastinate, why? We procrastinate because we are fearful of starting something, even if we have as like, I don't have time, uh, this is not my job. You know, we find all the excuses in the world why we're not doing something. Or we have, like I said, we generate energy. We don't get energy, we generate it. It's not created, we, get, we generate it. So if we have lack of energy, meaning that we, are, we don't have clarity in our thinking, and then nothing will get done. Again, interruptions will zap at your energy. You know what else also can zap at your energy? Toxic relationships around you. People around you that are energy vampires that will suck you dry from your energy. You need to be very focused on yourself and on all your productivity. It doesn't mean that you become self-centered. It doesn't mean that, but it means that if you do not take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of other people. And that's why your productivity needs to be high because if you are, for example, self-employed, your high productivity, meaning results, meaning that you're making more money. 
if you're working in an environment, in an organization, your high productivity will make you a great employee that is going to be ready for promotions, meaning still more money and better future for your family. So productivity all around is a positive thing in our lives. So there are obstacles also, not only things that are against that, that zap our energy, but there is something, like I said before, it's called the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect, and Chinese call it the monkey brain, is what they say that wing flap, when, a, when a butterfly flaps its wings in the gene, it will cause a storm in Kansas. Meaning if we keep ignoring or if we keep putting back in the back burner little things, that will keep flap in our mind with time, it will trigger bigger effects. Like for example, if I keep postponing a project because I'm overwhelmed or because I'm scared that I'm gonna fail or people will make fun of me, the more I delay it, the more this butterfly effect will take turns and I will get the worst case scenarios in my brain and thoughts will trigger each other. And the next scenario will be worse than the first one. And guess what? The more we get that bad scenarios and negativity, I wanna ask you, was there a day where you felt like really down and felt kind of not really optimistic, you know, a little bit pessimistic and you were able to produce? Most probably the answer is no. Or some people keep living in the past and they keep bringing what happened in the past and they judge themselves based on past results. Like I never got results. I never was successful. I never did anything that was right. No one ever saw um, something good in me. And remember, whenever we bring this negativity, you know, it's what we are going to bring in our life. Whatever we are telling the universe of who we are, this is what you, the universe is going to get to us. We are not defined by our past, okay? And we are not our past results. So the solution for that is to live in the presence, to focus on what we have, to do one step at a time. If someone wronged you in the past, you need to forgive and forget. You know, not only forgive and not forget, you need to do both hand in hand. It doesn't mean that totally forget that it happened, but learn the lesson from it and move forward, that it will never happen again. Of course, procrastination is a big one where we avoid reality of consequences. And I wanna let you know that procrastination is actually a killer of growth and success. But it's a, it's a Band-Aid that we put, you know, and it's something that we do so we can feel better against our anxiety. And again, it's good for the short time, but, the but on the long term is not good at all. Perfectionism is another one. I want everything to be perfect. Actually, there is no perfection. There is zero perfection in this world. So being a perfectionist can actually get your productivity, sabotage it and put it in a tunnel vision because you are trying to set set of rules and actually perfectionism is an excuse on why you're not doing something perfection by definition means that you need to release something and perfect it as you go you cannot perfect something that you didn't release you know perfection comes from procrastination and procrastination is rooted in fear so procrastination and perfections Perfection go hand in hand. It's a self-defeating, basically unrealistic panic. Another thing is when we talk, like I said earlier, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. People will laugh at me. People will embarrass me. People will ridicule me because something happened. You know, like I, I am one of those kids that was bullied when I was a kid at school. So growing up as a teenager, I was having all these ideas that no matter what I'm going to do, people will laugh at me, you know, and I had to actually learn how to turn this negative self-talk because remember, our brain is a certain, a certain capacity. If we fill that capacity with negativity that is not serving us, this is where we're going to be. We're not going to have any other space for creativity for producing 
or for even productivity. When we have low self-esteem or low self-confidence, guess what? We don't really have that high productivity. Or we get so busy, you know, we say yes to everything around us, family problems, you know, uh, work problems, friend problems. We say yes, 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 yes to everything. And we get lost in our everyday routine because we want to please everybody. You know, we, want, we don't want to be that guy or that gal that says no to people and people would not like her or like him. You know, so we get lost in everyday routine. Remember, whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And we usually say no to something that is important to our own growth so we can satisfy other people's desires saying yes to everything. So let's talk about strategies. What can we do? So there are two things in productivity. There are philosophies or how we think, and there are routines, how we can behave. So the philosophies that we have that we need to apply, and these are part of the solution, first have clarity on where we are, what we're focusing on. Two, obviously, when we have clarity, we can focus. Slowing down, and you might tell me that's counterintuitive. We're going to see what that means. And then having the commitment and courage. So what does clarity mean? We need to be crystal clear on how we want to show up, how we want to show up in our personal life, how we want to show up in our family life, and how we want to show up in our business life or work life. What kind of productivity levels we need to be aligned with? How do we want people not only to see us, but how we want to feel about ourselves? What do we want to experience in life? What level of productivity do I need to get? And know also what brings me joy. So if I'm doing something like, for example, I'm all of you know, I'm, I'm self-employed, I'm an entrepreneur, and because I have joy and purpose in what I do, I can work the whole day sometimes, you know, with intervals of, um, of recreation time, but I can work till one or two o'clock in the morning. And I know that some of you receive emails from me, like probably at one o'clock in the morning, you know, because I love what I do. So productivity comes as a second hand result because I have joy, because I defined how I want to show up. And no matter what will happen, I will do anything that I can do to show up the way I want to show up. So that's why the first thing to be clear is to know where you are from your productivity today and where you want to be. And see what is sending up in your way. Is there, do, are you doubting your skills? Are you letting people zap your energy? Are you distracted by a lot of things? Are you multitasking? You need to find in, uh, in the list of distractions that I give you, which one applies to you so you become, when you bring it to your conscious, you can actually take care of it and remove it. Clarity will impact your focus and ability to set goals. So this is clarity. This is part of how you should think or a philosophy. The second part is to focus. Focus on every day doing something, even for five minutes, that will help you focus more, that will help you self-develop, that will have, help you have clarity. Like one of the things that you need to do for the morning is to take at least three, four, five minutes to live in the moment or in the present. For example, in the morning when I wake up and I have my cup of coffee, I use being present in the moment, meaning that you're using your five senses. So I hold my cup or my mug of coffee. I touch it so I feel the warmth of it. I smell the aroma of coffee. So I'm using my, my the smelling, you know, basically um, senses. I taste it. That's the taster. I see it. That's another sense. And I hear sometimes myself swallowing the coffee. So I'm in the moment, all what I'm doing, the whole world around me stops. And for five minutes, I'm here for myself, enjoying that mug of coffee. This will center you. This will ground you on the way you can start your day. 
It could be a mug of coffee. It could be uh, exercising for five minutes. It could be meditating for five minutes. But you need to center yourself the first thing that you do in the morning. And don't do multitask and don't go looking for your phone, looking what people commented on my Facebook or how many people like my Instagram post. You know, eliminate whatever gets zap your energy or the energy uh, vampires. Create boundaries. Like in the morning, even during the weekend when my husband is here and my dogs are playing around, I put my boundaries that I need these 10 minutes for myself. So I create that space you know, and, so, and I know that some of us have children at home now, you know, even if we have to go to a little corner for five minutes, even if we have to wake up five minutes earlier than our children to have that sacred moment where we ground ourselves. Because again, the first hour of the morning will define the productivity of your day. Create a big picture that will give a meaning for your life. And then we're going to go at slowing down. And some people would think that's counterintuitive. But actually, we always say slow down so you can speed up. For example, people that go into a swimming contest, when they jump into the pool, the ones that go like fast, 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 they don't finish first. But the people that go with a certain pace and that pace increases, they are the people that actually win. So take your time up front. Before you go into projects, slow down. Make sure that whatever documents that you need, pens, that you have your phone, that you have a computer, that your, your headphone is connected, that your, if you are going to do a video, your camera is here, your light is here. So you don't have to go back and forth on the details and what you need. Your, your, your papers are set. You know, your, your, if you have a microphone, no matter what elements that you need to produce something, Make sure slow down. Make sure that everything is ready to go so you don't have to interrupt yourself. Because remember, interruptions are 15 minutes gone. Okay? So do it. Do everything just once. Touch whatever is on your desk just once. So if you have a paper, if you have a bill that comes into your, uh, your desk, either pay it on the moment, schedule it, or if it's already paid, file it, or if it's not important, throw it away. Touch anything once. If you have something to file, file it now. Because what you do, you're going to waste time looking at it and say, okay, I'll put it here. And you put it there. And then you're going to find it the middle of the day. What was that? Oh, so five minutes again. And then five minutes again to file it. Instead of when you look at it, you just file it or you take care of whatever you need to take care of. Touch anything once. That's all you do. You're going to save a lot of time. And remember that our learning as we grow is a lifelong journey that doesn't end. Keeping a journal on your productivity, specifically that you are trying to increase your productivity, is a very good idea. Even if you have to like divide it by half hour. You know, how was my productivity level? Uh, was it higher? If it was higher, why was it? And if you observe yourself for three days, you can have a good idea on where your productivity is and what, what is helping you increasing it and what is help basically standing in your way and decreasing it. Then we have commitment. Obviously, we need to commit that we need to have higher productivity. Hoping and wishing are great, but it will not get you results. Hoping and wishing are the beginning of knowing what you want, but you need to take action. You need to strategize that. So the commitment, this is where it comes in. So learn new ways. Learn about how you think. Stay flexible. Adapt to change. Know that change is the only constant in life. And I know that we, when we are thrown into change, we get out of our comfort zone, we get uncertain, and we don't know what to do. But miracles happen only when you step out of your comfort zone. And you know how we can get committed to high productivity is by knowing our why. Why are we doing what we're doing? If we found our why, no matter what we need to do to achieve that goal, if it's a clear goal in front of our eyes, we will have it. So we need to start with the end in mind. Why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing this because I want a better future for, for my family. So no matter what I need to do in between here and there, 
I will commit to do it. Most importantly, you need to define what is success to you. How does it look like? And define it. And each one of us have a different definition of success. And to actually make your productivity the highest, you need to know what is your success. Because only with highest productivity that you can achieve the success. So once you define the success, you can work backwards on knowing on where and how and when to increase your productivity. And of course, you have to have the courage to forge forward. And we need to remember that courage is a, is a, comes from a Latin word that is cur, and cur is heart. So actually, we need to work with our heart and with our brain at the same time to increase our productivity. So these were the philosophies. And I want to let you know really quick in a simple way that productivity has to do with us and a mindset and how our brain is actually working, right? So our brain is three levels. And whoever attended my webinars with me before know that. The minimal level or the, the lowest level, it has to do with our survival that we share with our reptilian, with, with the reptilians. And it has to do with our physical part of our body. The second part that is on top of the reptilian is the mammalian that we share with mammalians and it has to do with emotions. So the first part is survival and this is the same brain that since the caveman that never changed, where we still live in fight, flight and freeze, where we are in our survival mechanism, where when our brain looks at change, it looks at change as a danger and it withdraws all the resources of our brain and we get back in our comfort zone so it can protect us, okay? So the reptilian or the basic is physical. The second part is emotional. And the third part is the thinking brain or what we call neocortex. And only human, brain, human beings have it. And it's for logical thinking. So again, like let's say this is the basic part. This is, has to do with survival. The second part that came like that is the emotional. And then we had a cover on the brain that became the thinking part of the brain that actually evolved itself into existence so the human beings can have analytical thinking. So you're gonna tell me, yeah, but what does this have to do with productivity? Because you need to satisfy the three levels of your brain to have a higher productivity. So physically, you need to do certain things. Emotionally, you need to do certain things. And that's why avoiding things, the butterfly effect, you know, thinking about the past, having excuses will actually stand in your way of productivity. Logical thinking is when we avoid talking about things and when we avoid producing, this is what it has to do. So in a better way to show you that, the physical or the basic reptilian brain has to do with our body physiology. Remember, your body is a container, right? Our body is a container. If we don't take care of it, we're not going to be able to produce. This is our, the productivity principle. So that's why we need to master our brain, you know? And when we master our brain, we master our body and we get into physical routines that we're going to talk about it in a second. So we need to satisfy the first level that is physical. The second level is the emo emotional or the psychology how we think about ourselves, what is our passion, what is our interaction with people, you know, how do we think about ourselves, how to value ourselves, and do we, do we like, do we feel like we are not worthy, you know, we are not valued, all this has to do with the second level or emotions. And the last part of the brain is the logical or thinking brain, which has to do with our purpose. And our purpose is our why, why are we doing what we're doing? So if we satisfy these three levels, I promise you, your productivity will go through the roof. So let me give you, share with you some tools now. The first thing we talked about habits and habits, people, believe it or not, you can create a new habit in 30 days. Even when someone loses weight, they said, when you reach your ideal weight, you need to put yourself in that weight for 30 days. So the memory of the muscle memory in our, your brain will get the picture or will get the sense of how it looks after 30 days. It becomes part of the memory. So it takes us between 21 days and 30 days to develop a new habit 
and make it automatic. And we can all do it. It's not certain people that can do it. We all can do it. But we need to remember that there is a learning curve. So a habit, the 30 days is divided into 10 first days, second 10 days, last three days, 10 days. So the first 10 days, we need to remember that we are trying to apply a new habit. There will be resistance. And actually, our performance trying to do that habit will go down. But the next 10 days, it's going to start. We're going to get used to it. So it will start. The curve will start going up. There is still a little bit of resistance, but not as in the beginning 10 days. And the last days, it became the, the habit actually sticks and it becomes an automatic routine. So if we put that in our, because a lot of people get like in the first 10 days because they're resistant and they feel their performance is going down, it's like, oh, it's not working. So I'm not going to give it up. But no, just keep pushing, have commitment and you will get it. You know, habits you can, and you can do triggers. You know, the best way to install um, habits is actually through action where you Keep repeating the same thing at the same time in an intentional way. Bring that energy or your will or commitment to do it. Have a state of awareness to do it and journal it. So when I, when I want to start a new habit, I want triggers because I want to keep remembering it. So I put post-it notes on my laptop. I put it as a screensaver. I put alarms on my phone. I put it on the wall. I put it on my lamp. I put it on my makeup mirror. I put it on even the door. And sometimes I put it in the visor in my car. So whenever my eye hits that post-it note, it's a trigger for me to remember that habit. And this way, if you do that for 21 to 30 days, it becomes automatic. So we can actually change our whole life. We can change our mindset. It's in our hands. And that's why I always say, we are the master of our universe. We don't control what life throws at us, but we have 100% control of how we react. And productivity is part of our actions that we can control 100%, no matter what throws at us. So routines are the, what we do to achieve productivities or the habits that we get so we can satisfy the basic part or the physical part of the brain. Routine is a ritual that we put in place and we might, like I said, need a trigger for it. Routines can be daily, weekly, monthly, or even yearly. And remember, the more productive we are, the more happy that we are. But we need to consciously put a plan. If we want to increase our productivity, we actually have to have a strategic plan for it. So we can know where we are, where we want to go, and where, what, what is the gap and how we can fill it. And we can fill it by developing these habits or automatic routines. So there are, for example, the routines are, we can have morning, night, and professional routines. What does that mean? In the morning routine, like I said, the first hour of the day determines your whole productivity of the day. Have me time, five, 10 minutes. So one of the things that I learned is that when we go to sleep, our body gets dehydrated. So now I always have a bottle of water next to me. I drink a little bit before going to bed. And in the morning, before I even get out of bed, I drink water to start rejuvenating, you know, my body and rehydrating my body. And before I used to like get up from bed, like, like an arrow, you know, and now, and I used to get like lightheaded. So now what I do, I drink the water and I start stretching, stretching my neck, you know, stretching my, you know, my shoulders, you know, and it just like, and I, and I wake up like, and I look around me and, and I learned to smile and be grateful for two or three things that are in my life, that I have a bed, that I have a roof over my head, that my dogs are, are, are sleeping in their beds right in front of me. So gratitude will change the chemicals in your brain from negative to positive, you know, and you can just be grateful for anything in the morning when you wake up, that the sun is there, that we are alive. We can be grateful for anything. So water stretch, you know, and it will set the tone of the day. 
Do not check your social media, your phone, or your emails, at least for the first half hour to an hour. You know, and again, have some gratitude. Some people like to uh, read part of a book that they like. You know, I do that in the morning. Some people like to work out in the morning. Some people like to listen to music that motivate them the rest of the day. Have some me time. Do whatever you want in that stretch of time in the morning. Some people meditate. Some people do yoga. Some people um, do whatever they feel like they want to do. You know, just like it's, it's, it's escaping my mind right now. But have a morning routine. And this will apply itself for the rest of the day. Night routine. Before you go to bed, you know, make sure that, first of all, that it's, the room is not too hot, too hot or too cold, that you don't have your laptop, your tablet, your phone charging in your room because these devices actually have blue light that interfere with your sleep cycle and you don't sleep really well. And let's face it, if you don't sleep well, we cannot be productive the second day. Make sure to sleep at least seven hours. Eight hours is preferable, but at least seven hours. That you have the right pillows, the right mattress, the right blanket or the right cover, you know, that you're not too hot or not too cold. Some people like to sleep with the TV on. You know, what I do is like I have a TV on, but I put a timer on it. So I, it doesn't keep waking me up during the day. You know, drink water. Prepare for tomorrow before you go to bed. Like during the days where I used to go out to my clients, I used to make sure that I plan what I'm going to wear and I set everything in one place, including the shoes, the purse, everything in one place. And this way in the morning, oh my God, I can find, I can find the other uh, uh, part of my shoes. Oh my God, I can find my belt. Oh, I can find my bodysuit. I can find, you know, I put everything in order. So this is where you slow down to go fast. We learned, for example, as a routine, my husband and I, that whenever we come home, there is a ball that we have on the table. Our keys get there because we use, I'm not kidding you, to lose at least 10 to 15 minutes every single morning looking for keys. If you want to go to the gym from the night, prepare your gym bag, your towel, your water, your shoes, you know, whatever you're going to change. If you're going to take soap, if you're going to take whatever with you to the gym, if you, I mean, the day is the gym, the gyms are open. But you get the idea. Prepare yourself from at night. If I'm going to have a presentation and I need to take some USBs, I make sure that these USB are in my purse already. I make sure that if I'm taking papers that is somewhere near the door where I'm not going to forget them, routines will save you time. A professional routine is when you want to do something or you have a plan, if you don't put it on your calendar, it will never get done. So even exercise for me are on my calendar. Again, if you don't calendar it, if you, don't, if you do just a to-do list, maybe, maybe not. But if you calendar it, it will be there. Obsess about your success. Have your meetings, believe it or not, or, or put the chunks of time on your calendar by 15 minutes. And schedule that. Block parts of your calendar, especially if you have an online calendar where people can book themselves on your calendar, block times that you need to concentrate on your projects. Every 120 minutes, have five to 15 minutes break. So if you don't really have time and you get only five minutes, stand up and start bouncing on, the, on your toes. The bouncing will circulate the blood and the oxygen in your body Oxygen is the food for the brain, so it will help you think better. Or do breathing techniques, deep breathing, right? So inhale from the nose four times, hold it for four times, for four counts, and exhale it from your mouth in eight counts. Do it four to six times, and it will re-energize your body again. And sometimes you can even do chunk of times. If you find yourself, you're procrastinating, Say, you know what, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to take 10 minutes. I'm just going to do 10 minutes of this and see what, what's going to happen later on. We all have 10 minutes. And you know what you will see? Once you start doing these 10 minutes, it's going to trigger 10 minutes and 10 minutes and 10 minutes, and you're going to get into it. For procrastination, this is the best to do. 
So, of course, the bonus for that is to know your passion and your purpose. Your purpose is knowing the why you exist, is your authentic self. And when you know it, you can produce more. Your passion is the what. What is what compelling feelings is letting you do that? Passion is basically the core, who you are, and it's when you are on your best flow. Okay? So let's look. This is, um, I'm going to take this and I'm going to drop it here in the chat box. So this is a skit that I use. Um, I'm going to put the link here. You can download it from here. And I'm going to have it in the group later on. So this is the skit that I use. And I want you to look at it and start thinking from the top of the, the head, right? I'm, I'm going to bring it back here so we can know what I'm talking about. What I'm going to start changing to be, be to be my best productive self in my head what kind of thoughts i need to change what mindset i need to change what my eyes are going to see what i'm going to focus on more my ears what i'm going to hear mouth what i'm going to tell myself hands what actions i'm going to do heart, what emotions I'm going to do, or I'm going to practice to have better productivity, my feet, you know, like what actions or where I'm going to go to get better results. And of course, in my soul, I want you to start thinking about that. I'm going to also give you a plan. Actually, this is, uh, I'm going to show you what the plan looks like. The app is called Pebby Mac. And it has to do productivity, emotions, body, influence, manifestation, attitude, and passion. So these are all questions that if you start, you know, you, you start like at night before going to bed, answering these questions, you can actually making a routine to do it every day and you can increase your productivity. Okay. I'm going to put that in the Facebook group as well. Thanks for listening to Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahara Andrade. Tune in next week for even more inspiration and tools to create the happy life you've always wanted. Go to www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com or send us an email at info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com. See you next time.